The New York Islanders make some roster cuts as we get closer to the final composition of this team. Plus, they beat the Rangers in a game that was postponed by rain. And Anders Lee, is he moving to the third line? We've got all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. You can hear us now on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. So much to get to. It was a busy weekend for this team. Hope everybody is safe and sound after all the rain and flooding we had Friday, Saturday. So a little rough going there in the metropolitan area. But first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on today's show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and that includes the rest of the preseason, camp cuts, uh, whatever's left of training camp, and of course, throughout the entire regular season, which is now less than two weeks away. So... What a busy weekend it was for the New York Islanders. And let's start with the training camp cuts because obviously the roster being reduced, they are now down to two groups instead of three. Well, we used to have the white group, the blue group, and then there was sort of that third group that uh, was, you know, more or less designated as long shots to make the team. But now we're down to two groups, the white group and the blue group. And it's clear the blue group is the one that has players who are more likely to be on the opening night roster. The white group, a younger group, probably many of those players headed for Bridgeport. And uh, here is the deal. The blue group, as of right now, Matthew Barzal, Casey Sezikis, this is alphabetical, Kyle Clutterbuck, Pierre Engvall, Julian Gauthier, Simon Holmstrom, Bo Horvat, Anders Lee, Matt Martin, Brock Nelson, J.G. Pajot, Oliver Wallstrom. 
Those are your forwards. Now, keep in mind, El Palmieri still hasn't skated, not on either one of, uh, with the team. He's been skating on his own, not traveling with the team. So, he is not on either list. The defensemen in the blue group, Sebastian Ajo, Samuel Bolduc, Noah Dobson, Aiden Fulp, Scotty Mayfield, Adam Pellick, Ryan Polak, Alexander Romanov, you have the goalies, Sorokin, and Varlamov. In the white group, which is the younger group, Jackson Cates, William Dufour, Arno Durando, Hudson Fashing, Ruslan Ishkakov, Ross Johnston, Carlson Kuhlman, E2 Liukas, Kyle McLean, Matt Maggio, Reese Newkirk, and Brian Pinho. Those are the forwards. The defensemen, Dennis Chalowski, Grant Hutton, Paul Ledoux, Travis Mitchell, Callie Odelius, Robin Sallow, and then Ken Appleby and Jakob Skerek are the goalies. So the trimming of the roster as of right now. Tristan Lennox has been uh, assigned to Bridgeport. Justin Gill was returned to his uh, uh, junior team in the Quebec League, as was Isaiah George to London in the Ontario Junior League. Sambor, Garat, Blade, Jenkins, Artem Kulikov, Brent Morin, Dimitro Timoshov, Sam Asselin, Cole, Cole Bardrow, Tanner Fritz, Jeff Kubiak, Seth Helgson, uh, Helgeson, Ashton Calder, Joseph C. Pallone, Riley Piercy, Jake Pavanka, Trevor Cosgrove, Christian Krieger, Vincent Savigny, and Heronik Tikkanen all going to camp now with the Bridgeport Islanders of the AHL. So those are the groupings as of right now. And I guess the, the slightly curious grouping uh, that has me sort of wondering, no big surprises except uh, Aiden Fulp being in the blue group. I think that's just to round out the numbers more than anything else, but it certainly does give Fulp a little bit of a longer look. And then uh, in the white group, the fact that Arno Durando and Hudson Fashing and Ross Johnston are all in that group a little bit of a surprise, um, but again, it becomes a question of where is there an opening on this roster? So Julian Gauthier and Simon Holmstrom both still up with the blue group, and again, we still don't have Kyle Palmieri available, so we're getting closer and closer. Uh, this was the groups that were out there on the ice, the blue group and the white group, first Sunday's practice. And again, the Islanders, they're going to be in action tonight again for yet another preseason game. And that one is at the Rock in Newark against the New Jersey Devils. So right now, the Islanders... 2-1 and one in their three preseason games. And let's face facts. If you take away that first three minutes and 15 seconds of the first preseason game, where the Islanders clearly did not look ready to play, they've played pretty well for the first three games. Now, it's interesting. Against the Rangers, they started slow in game one, and they finished 
poorly or had a rough third period in the last game. But overall, uh, you know, this team has looked pretty solid. And yeah, there are definitely things to work on. But here's the thing. Tonight against the Devils, you get the feeling that we're going to see, first of all, we're probably going to see Ilya Sorokin play in goal. And second of all, you get the feeling we're getting closer and closer to seeing not just the lineup, but the line combinations that this team goes with in uh, on October 14th for opening day. Again, assuming, and we still don't know, what's the deal with Kyle Palmieri? When will he be available? When will he be ready to actually practice and then hopefully play with this hockey team? And, you know, if he's not there, we're certainly finding out rapidly what plan B is going to be. And, you know, we're getting closer and closer to opening day. The Islanders with three preseason games remaining on the schedule. And, you know, we're going to find out who's going to be there and who's not. So the preseason, it's Monday, tonight, at New Jersey. It's Thursday at Philadelphia. And then Friday at home against the New Jersey Devils. And after that, it's a week off. And then Saturday, October 14th. The regular season gets started at the UBS Arena against the Buffalo Sabres. Folks, the moment we've been waiting for since the Islanders were eliminated from the playoffs by the Carolina Hurricanes, that's coming. You know, that was what, late April? So now that moment we've been waiting for, for this team to get back on the ice in a game that counts, that moment is approaching soon. All right, we've got more to get to. We're going to talk a little bit about that Saturday game against the New York Rangers, originally supposed to be Friday, got postponed, probably a very wise move by the Islanders. We'll talk about that. Plus, Anders Lee, is he dropping down to the third line? We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience, What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. So Saturday, the Islanders go out and win against the New York Rangers and boy. And you know, look, it's, yeah, okay, it's preseason. 
But anytime you go out and beat the Rangers, that's a good thing. And I think this team played a pretty solid game overall against the Rangers. And, you know, it was a very, very good game. And you, you look at the start, you know, they take a 4 nothing lead after two periods. They did let the Rangers back in. They pulled their goalie, pulled to within 4-3 to three, uh, with less than a minute to go before Anders Lee closed the door with an empty net goal with less than 10 seconds left. But look at the good stuff here. You had goals by all four lines in this game. J.G. Pajot scoring first, Brock Nelson, Bo Horvat, and Cal Clutterbuck. So you had your first line with Horvat, your second line with Nelson, your third line with Pajot, and your fourth line with Clutterbuck, the empty net goal belonging to Anders Lee, uh, just sort of adding some gravy. Varlamov goes all the way and gives up three goals on 26 shots. And yeah, Varley, he wasn't bad, but that third period wasn't pretty. And the fact that he is allowed, you know, as many goals as he has thus far remains a big issue. Now, the line combinations. Obviously, Matthew Barzal, Bo Horvat in on the top line, and it's been Simon Holmstrom on the left wing with those two guys. Uh, We may see some of Oliver Wallstrom a little bit later on uh, this week, and, you know, in the past, we had seen Arno Durando getting some work there, but now, again, he's with the white group, so we have to see whether he gets another shot at that. Now, the second line, you had... Nelson, Engvall, and Hudson Fashing uh, on the second line, and then Anders Lee, J.G. Pajot, and Julian Gauthier on the third line. Now, again, we know that Lane Lambert liked having Nelson, Engvall, and Palmieri together, but obviously we still don't have Kyle Palmieri, and we still don't know where he's at. Moving Hudson Fashing up to the second line as a stopgap until Palms is ready to play. Obviously, I think that makes sense, but Fashing is more of a third line guy. And then the question is, you know, does he replace Gauthier or not when Palmieri is healthy? Or do they go with Holmstrom on that third line? The good news is. You obviously have uh, some competition here for some of those lineup spots. Now, defensively, you have Pelik and Dobson as one pair, Romanov and Polak as this other pair. And then, so far, against the Rangers, it was Bolduc and Mayfield. Aho will still be battling Bolduc for that sixth and final spot. Do we see Ryan Sallow a little bit before training camp is over? That also remains a possibility, but I, I think we have a solid group right now. But here's the thing. Those of you who are hoping for an Arno Durando or a Matthew Maggio 
or a Ruslan Iskakov or a William Dufour doesn't look all that promising right now for those guys to be starting the season with the big club. And let's face it, as much as a lot of fans were hoping for that, we all knew it was unlikely to actually happen, at least at the start of the season. Now, going back to that game, you had the fast start. And the other thing I really liked is the way that the Islanders were able to shut down the Rangers in the neutral zone. And again, yeah, the Rangers had Panarin and Zabinijad and Lafreniere and Trocek, but they did not have all of their big guns in this game. So, you can't expect that. But, still, the Islanders did a good job of shutting down center ice and not giving this Rangers team a lot of room to roam. Oh, and and by the way, did I mention that Anders Lee had a Gordie Howe hat trick? For those of you who don't know what that is, that's a goal, an assist, and a fight all in one game. He had the assist on J.G. Pajot's goal in the first period. He had the empty net goal in the final minute of the game and then dropped the gloves with Barkley Goodrow midway through the second period. So the captain, certainly alert and alive and, and, and you know looking enthusiastic, even in a preseason game. So the New York Islanders just looking more and more ready for the start of this season. And again, not a lot of surprises going on, but we are seeing some interesting moves in Hudson Fashing to the second line, Anders Lee to the third line, is definitely interesting. We have got more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We're going to talk about Anders Lee as we continue our player-by-player preview of the season, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, a player who had played more than a thousand games for the Islanders and just left the team this offseason. It's an easy guess, but let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Athletic Greens. It's a product I literally use every day, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Maybe you're like me, you want to eat healthy and eat well, but it's easier said than done. But that's no longer the case thanks to AG1, because with one delicious scoop of AG1 and a glass of water each day, you get... 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. All of these things, and that's certainly something you want. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplemental routine, well, it's time to try AG1. And right now, you'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. 
So we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster, previewing what role we expect from each player and what it will take to have them come down with a successful season. And today we focus on the captain, Anders Lee. Every day, as you know, uh, we have been going through the roster. We had Kyle Palmieri on Friday, Hudson Fashing on Thursday, tomorrow. Well, we'll tell you in just a few minutes. But Anders Lee, as I mentioned, dropping down to the third line after spending last year mostly on the first, and I think it makes sense. Number one, we saw Anders Lee slow down in the second half of the season after having a very smart and good start. He kind of slowed down, only had two power play goals after the halfway mark of the year. Uh... Finished with 28 goals and 50 points, which are solid numbers in in uh, 82 games. But again, his first half, much better than his second half. His shots on goal were up to 214, but again, the goals themselves, you know, the shooting percentage rather, down to 13.1 after being at 17.6 the previous year. Lee blocking 57 shots and had 125 hits. So he didn't shy away from the physicality, but again, did more of that in the first half of the year than in the second and seemed to be a step slow in the second. So the key question becomes, is Anders Lee getting older and slowing down? Was he playing hurt? Was he just having a little bit of a slump in the second half? Now, Lee just turned 33 in July. He's clearly no longer young. He's sort of at the very end of his prime and is at the point where you expect him to slow down. And the biggest reason, I think, Anders Lee should not be on the first line anymore has more to do with the fact that his style of play is very similar to Bo Horvat. They're both guys who, on the power play, will be on the bumper and who are going to be in front of the net to get tips, rebounds, deflections, and screen the goalie. And if you have Lee and Horvat on the same line, it really makes it harder because neither one of them are going to are typically shooting from a distance. And Matthew Barzal is more of a pass guy than a shoot guy. So to me, separating Lee... And Horvat is important. And I think Lee adds something to J.G. Pajot. Pajot will shoot a little bit more. And then whether you put Hudson Fashing on that third line long term, Julian Gauthier on that third line long term, Simon Holmstrom along with Pajot and Lee, I think that makes a little bit more sense for this team. So we will see what the... Uh, what Lane Lambert decides to do overall, but it, it makes sense. And Lee has at least been saying the right things. He said things change every week, every time. So this early camp stuff is great. It's fun to play with new guys. It's fun to get out there with Padger and, and get a repertoire together. Whether we start the year together, I see him in a month. We have this space. So, you know... It's going to be there, and Pajot had this to say about Anders Lee. He's a hard player to play against. 
He's hard to beat in one-on-one battles, and he's going to do all the little details all the time, and that's why he's a leader, and you want to follow his lead. So we'll see what happens with Lee. Whether he's on the first, second, or third line, he should not be on a line with Bo Horvat. And look, let's take a look and say that for Anders Lee to be successful this year, 25-plus goals, 45 to 50 points minimum, stay healthy, but just be more physical, more involved emotionally in the game. I know that's unusual, but Lee really looked shakier in that respect last year, and it's time for him to start, you know, looking like his old self and being more emotionally and physically involved in the games and just show that last year down the stretch was more of a slump than it was a a downturn in his overall fortunes. I think he's still got some gas left in the tank. He was still, even with that poor showing down the stretch and in the playoffs, second on the team in goals and still uh, third on the team in points, only one point behind Barzi, although, again, Barzi played in uh, 24 fewer games than Anders Lee. But, you know, only three Islanders hit 50 points or more, and that was Brock Nelson, Matthew Barzal, and Anders Lee. So, lots going on still, and we'll see if Lee does indeed bounce back. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day, and I think everyone guessed it based on the clue, but today is the 34th birthday of former Islanders forward Josh Bailey. Bailey, picked by the Islanders, ninth overall in the first round back in 2008, and immediately joined the Islanders. I think that was, in hindsight, a little bit of a mistake, as he struggled a little bit initially, and it probably did hurt his confidence, but Bailey went on to play 1,057 games in an Islanders uniform, 184 goals, 580 points, 241 penalty minutes. He's a guy who was more productive in the playoffs than he was during the regular season, 16 goals and 50 points in 71 playoff games, including in the bubble in 2020, two goals and 20 assists in 22 postseason games. So Josh Bailey always had good vision, was a team player, wore the A for an alternate captain, and was a fan favorite and a fan goat, depending on when you asked. The fans got on his case when he struggled. They loved to sing the Josh Bailey song when he scored. So, you know, Bales, it was sort of a love-hate relationship, unfortunately, with him. Great guy, off the ice, class act, and we wish him luck in his PTO with the Ottawa Senators right now. Bales' best game as an Islander, well, he had one hat trick in his NHL career with the Isles. It was December 14th, 2017 at the Nationwide Arena in Columbus. Islanders going with Tomas Grice in net, Sergei Bobrovsky in goal for Columbus. And in this game, Josh Bailey had the hat trick. He got two goals. Islanders fell behind 3-0. Bailey scored twice in the second period. And once in the third, 
Islanders tied it at three, fell behind 5-3, and then Bailey scored in the third from John Tavares to make it 5-4 on the power play. But it wasn't enough as Josh Anderson scored an empty netter. So Bailey gets the hat trick on three shots on goal in almost 20 minutes of ice time. But the Islanders end up losing Bailey's only career hat trick game, 6-4. Three assists for John Tavares in this one. Islanders outshot 34-25, to uh, or excuse me, 35-25, to but fall in this one by a score of 6-4. to But Josh Bailey is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will talk about Bo Horvat. What will it take for him to make a successful season? What are his expectations this year and, and his role? Plus, we will have the key takeaways from tonight's game against the Devils, so make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!